When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Wilson from F3 Dayton with your weekly QSource topic, where we review a chapter of the QSource while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast featuring Dread and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Q2.5, Accountability, Submission to Standard Through Enforcement and Consequence. I mentioned in the last Q point, Positive Habit Transfer, that it was my favorite because I could relate so well to Dredd as he gave his flying lesson story. This cue point, I hate. Well, hate's a strong word. Let's just say that I really, really, really don't like it. And you know why? For the exact same reason as the last one, I can relate so well to what Dredd has to say. He gets into the king and the queen and how it affects Pogo 40. Right now, today, as I'm recording this, it is the month of June, and my Christmas holiday splurging is still reminding me of that splurging. Dread does make the point that this being accountable is not about making you happy. He's right. But there's far deeper and more important things than being happy that brings about long-term joy. Dread has written three main points regarding accountability. First, The high-impact man seeks accountability because his life is not his own. No matter how dedicated or deliberate a high-impact man is in the building of his guardrails, there will be some stretches of his road that he will not be able to shore up through his own bricklaying. These are a man's blind spots, the hard-wired gaps in his nature that he cannot protect without help. Because he is a servant who lives for his mission, he treats his blind spots like any other obstacle in life as a problem that impedes movement. Because a problem can and must be remedied, the high-impact man does so by seeking accountability. For a blind spot, that is the only thing that works. Although this requires him to admit his problem to others, the high-impact man presses forward because his pride and sense of self are less important than the people he serves. After all, because he is living third, his life is not his own. Second, Accountability shines the light of hope into a man's blind spots. In F2 language, we used accountability as an example of a word that Goo Nation had denatured, but which F3 has redefined back to its original meaning and use. This is necessary because accountability is such a crucial component of F3's leadership philosophy. Without accountability, a man cannot live right. If he cannot live right, he cannot lead right. If he cannot lead right, he cannot leave right. While accountability is critical to leadership, 
and ultimately results in joy to those who practice it, it does not produce happiness in the short run. Nobody likes being held accountable. It is painful to admit a blind spot and ask for help to avoid succumbing to it. It is distressing to expose your life to another man so that he can do the dirty work that accountability requires. Accountability has three components. The first component is standards. True accountability starts with a standard, which is an objective measure of performance or behavior. To be effective, it must be inarguable. If it contains any subjective wiggle room, then it is not a standard. A good example of an objective and inarguable standard is the LBZ, a man's daily weight and FUPA as provided by his properly calibrated bathroom scale and $2 tape measure. My pants might lie to me and the mirror will tell me what I wanted to say, but there is no bargaining with the LBZ. It is either higher today than it was yesterday or it isn't. The second component is enforcement. Enforcement is an external force that applies a standard. A standard without enforcement is like a nail without a hammer. It avails nothing. Enforcement requires the intercession of another person to measure one's actual performance or behavior against the standard he previously agreed to set for it. No man can hold himself accountable. If that were possible, people would not need accountability to maintain desirable performance and behavior. We would all just simply straighten ourselves out and fly right. While self-correction might work for a moral failure, it can't work for a blind spot. A blind spot is a nail that needs a hammer. The third component is consequence. Shame is something people naturally wish to avoid. Like other consequences, it is an unwanted result that follows a failure to meet a standard. If a man does not feel at least some shame from the enforcement of a standard that he has failed to meet, then that standard probably does not mean that much to him. The final point, an effective shield lock provides mutual accountability. The shield lock is a horizontal relationship between men. Locking shields is the way we bind our lives together to seek collective advantage and watch each other's blind spots. Without a shield lock, we have no choice but to fight the flux alone. And that is not nearly as successful as doing it with other men you trust. And with that as an overview, here's the substantive portion from a classic episode of the 43 Feet Podcast with Dread and Dark Helmet talking about accountability. It's we're, terrible. Let's, let's roll oh my gosh, let's. And, and we're, we're back. back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'll be joined every week by some of the greatest leaders I can find in F3 and beyond. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach virtuous leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. So accountability is where we're at, right? Yeah. So that's submission to standards through enforcement and consequence. Correct. Kind of a, uh, in my mind, a pivotal uh, cue point. One you could almost say the whole cue source really revolves around in a way, hmm. if, if you think about it. Uh, Tell me more. Well, you know, we this is 
to to tack onto a little bit what we were talking about last week when mm-hmm. you and Agony had a little bit of a you know a yes. Twitter discussion. But you know, without all the ideals in the world, all the old goals or whatever you or whatever you have, really don't amount to much unless you subject yourself to some outside force to help you get there. In my mind, because we're just—it's not that any particular man is too weak; it's that he's too inconsistent. That, right. That's, sure. That's that's my viewpoint of it. You know, yep. you have these. You know, the great ideals, you can have thought them through, you can get, get off to a great start, but the flux is always going to get well, that's you. That's what I'm saying is life will get in your way, period. Period. Yeah. It's it's always going to get you. And uh, because I have such a great accountability group, you know, um, and we've been together so long, you could just take our physical performance mm-hmm. and, and, just, and just gauge it by that. You know, at any given time, one of the four of us has been in better shape than the other three. Okay. You know, gauged yeah. by, you know, right. Time, relative or, speed, yeah, times whatever, yeah. or whatever. It's one of us has been injured, another has not been. Mm-hmm. One of, you know, it it just to me is <laughs> like just, you pass it around. Yeah. It's just fascinating. Yeah. You know, this time last year is I think I got plantar fasciitis about July. So I'm pro, close wow. to it. Okay. You know, yeah. so from about mid July but this time last year, I mean I remember I think it was Stinger was in you know, the best shape of the four of us and we were all chasing them, you know? And then by mid July, I was like just injured and yeah. went to the bottom and stayed there no, all no. the way through the end of the year. Yeah. And then started kind of accelerating at the beginning of the year when a pain uh, subsided. And then all three of those guys has gotten hurt. Oh, like one at a time. Yeah. I'm new stinger was stinger's yeah, gotten strong, hurt yeah. and uh TML suffering from a hammy and uh ice nine has had, man, he's had hip, injury um he's had several you know so yeah it's funny how it happens you know and then (laughs) right and then you're dragging the guy you know just like it just right which car on the roller coaster are you right now yeah and and but but staying together yeah is what manages to keep you going through the flux so set aside and you could look at all the cue points and say okay well that's the king right sure how about the queen well well, you know, Similarly, some yeah. of us are having trouble governing Keeping what we're putting in our pie hole, <laughs> right? Jester, one or more of us is, is just struggling mightily yeah. with his jester. You know, I was, as I think I've been um, open about the beginning of Sipo, I yeah. almost lost control of yeah. my anger. Yeah. And um, I would have lost control, left to my own devices. Uh I look back and I'm like, I know everybody's had their own cross to bear through Sipo, but for me, it was almost as if the devil had constructed it to, mm. to, to lead me astray, to, to, um, to, right. to, to separate me from God. It's like agony calls the, the devil the splitter, you know, because he splits you, uh-huh. right? You know, and so no church. Yeah. Right? Separated from the thing I love most, which is, you know, uh, aside from my family doing F3, right. you know, uh, courthouse shuts down so i can't go to can't work yeah you know can't i can't well not only cannot work i cannot do the thing about work which i feel like i was designed to do right you know i can't i can't i can't try a case yeah yeah right i mean uh kids Mm -hmm. shut out of school home driving their mom crazy right and um confronted by you know what i believe is a governance that is left some leadership to be desired so I, i just it was I was amazing to me when I look back on it and how left to my own devices and every, uh, I don't know what would have happened to me, 
Well, I know what exactly would have happened to me. The things that used to happen before, which is I would reach a crescendo mm -hmm. of anger and do something really dumb for which I would have to, to make amends. Right, try and pay clean up for. the mess. Yeah. And then in that, you know, and that sets me back. That decelerates me. But it didn't happen because I would stop and bef I kept, number one, they kept talking to me and I kept talking to them and saying, you know, I'm having this feeling, I'm having this yeah, feeling. I'm yeah. like, you know, and uh, now I look at it, gosh, it would have been so silly to do it. Just think about all the sure, stuff when that's changed. When yeah. Well, that's how that's it works, beauty, right? Yeah. right? That's, how the, that's how the flux works, right? And that's why accountability is, is, is absolutely so critical. So for that alone, for me, if the standard Mm -hmm. Right. And the standard, of course, is some sort of objective measurement. Sure. Right. You could say yes or no. Yes. And the standard for me that I've asked for my accountability group for, for help for is to have zero public <laughs> displays Blows. of rage. Yeah. OK. Right? Yeah. Now, we get behind closed doors with those guys. That's right. what it's for. Right. Yeah. Right? Open it up. You know, that's what yeah. it's for. Right. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm not tempted to it. Sure. It doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, um, don't want to do it. Right. right. Or what it means is that I don't send out a bunch of tweets, you know, right. after a couple right. IPAs that then I've got to explain yeah, and, and, and apologize. Somehow. Yeah. Right? So I've had to apologize to those guys a couple of times. Sure. And I've had to apologize to the guys in the SLT a couple of times, you know, what we call the SLT plus right. Right. Um, for blowing my stack. Over really minor stuff. Yeah. You know. Uh, in retrospect, minor in, stuff. Right. In yeah. retrospect. Yeah. And, uh, but I haven't had to, to do any, you know, public mea culpas. <clears throat> but more importantly, I haven't, A, on the F3 side, I hope, you mm -hmm. know, driven away a guy that wanted to be part of this, but it's like, I don't want to be around a guy like that. I haven't yeah. on my faith walk side, haven't discredited my witness. Right. I hope by right. acting in a way that is completely inconsistent with the way I right. say. That would, yeah, that would right. damage that. So yeah. that's my hope. And that, you know, I don't have any, you know, DM me if you want to point out where I'm wrong, but, um, cause that would help me. Uh, <laughs> but to, to me, that's the blessing of it. That's the utility of it. Right. So standard zero public, you know, rage outs or whatever, yeah. melt meltdowns. Um, Enforcement of that is these guys, right? right. Enforcing that, right? right? Consequences um, of of having done it. Well, you know, I just it's these guys calling to me, calling me to account. Yeah, when they see things starting right. to go weird, because it's early. Yeah, you know, you can always tell with me because uh, <laughs> my language gets rough. Uh huh. My temper gets short. Uh huh. I instead of kind of playfully tease guys, I start. Leaking right. into mockery. Coming after him, yeah. Well, and I start, I start going to mockery. Okay. Right? You can always tell. Yeah. You know, then I start withdrawing. You know, spending more time yeah. myself, kind of, you know, old man muttering, you know. <laughs> in your house slippers, in your robe, like, yeah. I don't, I don't care what the freaking kids are stupid. Right. Psycho. Right. <laughs> I can't picture it. Uh, Only perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, to me, that's, that's what accountability does, right? Mm -hmm. Now, um, I did not ask for them to hold me accountable uh, for my pornography use because I don't have that gesture. Right. Not that I'm not a man with eyes. I just, that's not no, no, what that's bedevils not, me. Right? right. Yeah. That's not what draws you and splits you from that's right. God. That's right. Yeah. Now, um, we talk in the Q source about the difference between 
being accountable, you know, your your jester and your blind spot. Right. You know, your blind spot being the thing that sneaks up. You just yeah. can't. Yeah, you like, just... Rage does does not sneak up on you. <laughs> you smell him coming. Oh. You, you know what's happening. I want it. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. You know, but if, it will decelerate you. Oh well, no, I I know yeah. all that's. Good. No, 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 I'm just yeah, saying. But that's right. that's the that's the problem, well, right? That's you the know, thing. when you self justify, you know, mm-hmm. as as everybody does when they well, when yeah. respond to your gesture, like, and we go through the you know, we went through the chapter on the gesture, the cue point on the gesture. We talked about, you know, the five lies that the gesture tells you. It's like this is who you are. You right. know, if if yeah. loving me is wrong, you can't be right. You know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, that, that this is what the gesture does, and to have the your your Sherlock helping you with that is awesome for me the blind spot that i have is my is is my queen yes is my weight yeah you know that's the thing where i just like i don't i mean i don't see it coming right and then you wake up one morning you're like where how did all these twinkies get going like (laughs) or i try to try to get my tux on and I can't get it. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Who stole? Did somebody oh, I, shrink I this? I call the dry cleaner. I'm like, I think you gave me the wrong tux. And they, they say, this is, that's what you told us last time this happened. <laughs> you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. what I want to do is um, convince myself that I don't have to weigh myself every day and right. take myself every right. day. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's what I want to do. Right. Right. That's your blind spot. Yeah. Right. So I don't really think the blind spot so much is a sin, uh-huh. but just kind of like it leads to sin, right? It's, it's just one of those like, um, well, again, we, the way we refer to it a lot is the natural man, right? Man, that's your, yeah, that's just, right. that's, that's the am, one that just, man. that's just kind of how you, how you're programmed for that's, whatever reason. That's who I am. Right. But you have to be aware. Right. 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 And since it's a blind spot, you can't aware yourself of it. Right. If you could, it wouldn't be a blind spot. That's right. So you have to have those guys, the guardrails right. in place, right. and, and then, then those guys, guys to hold, hold you account. to those right. guardrails. That's yeah. right. You know, um, I, uh, and I know I've told this story before, but this monk pointed out the email. He says, Q, Q source, it's like you set, you, know, you set out this set of standards, this philosophy, this theory, or whatever it is, and you just keep repeating it over and over again. <laughs> <You see> that? <laughs> that's really true. Like, um, well, it's, that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> it's really, it's really true. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really true. And so here's some repetition. You know, I, uh, never had a problem in the military with my weight. Right. It was, well, there, there was no discretion. There's no discretion. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, you didn't get to say when you woke up and when you worked out and when you, and right. what you I ate. had to do it. I knew yeah. I was getting on the scale. I knew that if I went over that I was not to take off my clothes. Right. Right. And as soon as you start taking off your clothes, everybody knows exactly that you're right. Ready. You know, I knew that I was going to have to be taped. Right. You know, and I knew, you know, and then they pull the tape out. I knew all those things. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, I knew that on the PT test, you know, uh, that, that this quarterly, you know, that everybody was going to see, yeah. you know, you're out there running. And it's like, if you're going to the back of the pack, everybody see it. You're supposed to be a leader, man. What's the deal? Right. right. That made it really easy. Cause I had no discretion. Yeah. You know, and then when I got out of the military, I was like, wow, now I'm free. And I got fat in three months. It's amazing. Yeah. That's always one of the things I find so frustrating about the human condition. And it's interesting because I think that the pattern has been placed there again, whatever source you believe that put it there. But um, the pattern is there and it's clear. And that is if you it, it takes everything you have to be as consistent and humanly possible to get your fitness 
uh, uh, right, not just your physical fitness, your your fitness, your rightness. You know, big big umbrella, right. capital right. It takes everything you have to do on a daily basis to keep that maintained. And the day you stop, it automatically just starts like like careening down it. Like it's like going down the bone saw, right? And and it takes almost no yeah. time to get it back into garbage. And it takes a lot of consistency to keep it there, to get it there and to keep it there. And it takes almost no time to, to just let it go down the toilet. I think that although we don't want to believe it, the natural state of man is slovenliness or or pick pick which one of the seven you like, you know, sloth, slothful, you know, kind of vain. backslidey. Oh, yeah. You know, not every guy. Not yeah. every not every guy with everything. Sure, these are are generalizations. All right. Yeah. So you, you know, if you want to form uh, a perfect man, mm -hmm. and you said, "What are the seven attributes of a perfect man?" Right. I think you need seven men. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, and then you could put them together, <clears throat> and you're yeah. like, boom. If you wanted to form a perfectly demonic man, yeah, a man who Manifested oh, all deadly here. sins. Uh -huh. You need seven men. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna say that's the way God set it up. Yeah. You know, I was like tweeted this thing out this week about uh, God made different color people. Yep. For you know, he'll tell us the reason why or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah. one of my guys came back at me. and He's like, uh, variety. <laughs> I saw like, that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. You know what? Like, yeah. Okay. I think there's like ten zillion or some crazy number of beetles. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. God likes Beatles. Right. And we still, we're still discovering new ones. Right. You know, who knows? You no, know, okay. it's like, uh, I, you know, you look under the super microscope and uh, see the complexity of a, of a mosquito's eye. Right. You know, you know what? Like, the, kind of bizarre. Yeah. I think I get comfort <laughs> from that, you know, Franklin, because then I don't have to look in the mirror and say, why am I not, you know, perfect or, you know, why am I flawed? You know, because we all are, right? And, and though God made us this way, He didn't make us to stay that way, right? No, He made yeah. us for something better. Yeah. So that dovetails for me into our credo, right? Mm -hmm. No man is to be left behind because God didn't intend that, right? But no man is and, to be left yeah. where He's found, right? Because He didn't intend that either. So in the way that we do this um, and we keep contacting men and headlocking them and saying, you know, come into this thing because, you know, well, explain this thing to me. You know, why would I do this? It's like you wouldn't do it unless you thought you were everything you were supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're, if, if you you're feel that, like you're fully baked. Right. If, if, if you're that. Yeah. Then, then, then you shouldn't do this with us. But if the guy says, well, I don't think that. Oh. I don't just don't think I'm ready <laughs> for yeah, whatever to become that. Yeah. And my response to that is, then when would you ever be ready? Right. Well, I I I got to get all well before I go to the That's doctor, right. right? Right. When would your first step towards that initiate? Right. Initiate. Yeah. And I'm gonna uh, extend this to something that you may just want to go ahead and edit out which i'm okay with this let's see so i've seen an awful lot of talk you know about the black lives matter and about 
you know, what position F3 should take. Right. You know, and people protesting, marching, holding up signs, you know, singing hooray right. for our side, right? Yep. And uh, I don't think that's anything new. No, uh, clearly not. Um, but one thing I question about people, if you really, if this is something that's on your heart, why, why aren't you going to the men practicing unrepentant racism? Yeah. And encouraging them to repent and turn away from that. Why wouldn't that be where you would start? I mean, that that's, yeah. that, that, I guess I, that's half challenge, half question, sure. right? I mean, I, I get it that we're all in this together-ish and we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that there's some portion of the population that is, that is practicing unrepentant racism yeah and i'm gonna say it's because sin has taken over their hearts you know that there's a dark spot there you know and for them to release that it's going to take some work and and the only way i know to do that is the way that you would describe right that's right let's let's get three p's man that's right and you know my worldview tells me that that's exactly what jesus said he came for he came for the sinner yeah. He came for the sick. You know, not to go and break bread with the pure or whatever. Right. But to break bread with the sinner. Right. To re- help the sinner redeem himself. To go to those who need That's change right. and help them. Encourage them to, to change, change. And help them to change. And I don't think screaming in their face is the way to start. That's yeah. just me. Now go ahead and cut that out if you think that's too much. No, I, I don't, and and I'll I'll only add this that uh, um, even I, as you know, I attended. Uh, yeah, a, I saw a march yesterday, um, and, and I ran into Santini there, as a matter of fact, um, and uh, and doesn't surprise me, right? And some other guys that that uh, and some friends of ours who are are you know black guys we work out with and and whatever and. Um, I think that what I determined was that, uh, and although there was no screaming in anybody's faces at that particular uh, gathering, um, I think maybe there is a place for it. It's not my place uh, because I don't, I don't have that same belief that that's how that gets done. Um, but I'll tell you, man, I, I learned more, you know, t- talking for two minutes here and three minutes there and five minutes there to. Right. The, the ladies and the men and whatever that were there and listening just saying help me what brought you out what why why'd you come today yeah well you know always how we say you know a guy comes to the SLT or comes to the nation or whatever right. says we ought to do this or we ought to do that you know, yeah. our response is yeah. always well why don't you go ahead right. and do that we agree <laughs> yeah well, we, we ought to you're the yeah. we yeah you're that somebody this is, this is a platform upon which you can stand yeah. on your own hind legs as a grown man and do what you want to do. And as long as it's not demonstrably bad, right. we're, we're going to cheer you on. We're going to cheer you on like crazy. I mean, that's why F3 is different than most organizations. So it's not like we can actually take a position on one thing or another other than the overarching thing, which is what we do, is which is our right. you know, our mission, right? Right. Um, so this is going to be a little bit of reversal that because we don't do this very often. But I would like to see somebody and an F3 
Mm -hmm. start an initiative that was aimed at the racists. Sure. To the racists. Yeah. You know, to... To help, to help them understand why that's not right. To articulate vision, that's right. to persuade, that's and right. to help them exhort through you know, the obstacles. We have many initiatives already to help people who have been personally mm-hmm. and or materially harmed by racism. Yeah. Many. Yeah. And that's in, something in we... cities all over the country. All over the country. And that's what we should be doing, right? Right. That's what we're called to do. I, if there is one, I don't know about an effort that's that says the dolphin, this the, yeah. the daffodil is racists, right? Is men who hate. I, if there is wow. one, I don't know it. Well, I will say uh, a little bit more on the front lines than uh, than maybe you are these days, but uh, I'm not aware of one either, and, for sure. Right, and maybe somebody out there listening to this would say, well. No, we just have to stop them. I'm like, you can't stop them until you convince them to change. Yeah. You know, and to show them, you know, to show them how, right? So, I mean, maybe that's crazy. Probably. Okay. It's it's good evidence that it's crazy that no one's ever said it. (laughs) Right. That I know of. (laughs) Not that I'm aware of. Right. And, you know, that somebody ain't me. No. Because, you know, my daffodil is accelerating men. Right. You know, it's not guys who are, let's say, you know, alcoholics, right? Or um, drug addicts, addicted to narcotics, Mm -hmm. addicted to porn, or, you know, you you name your list. Right, you pick. Right, yeah. That's right. Because I know guys who, that is their daffodil. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. But I don't know a single guy whose daffodil is... Men who are overcome by the sin of race hatred. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that guy. And if that guy's out there and he's thinking, I want to do this, but no one's ever encouraged me to do it. I guess I'm encouraging you to do it. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Like a lot of things. And you ain't going to know. And again, go be around them. Listen to this. You know, when you get back down to Baxter Village and decide whether or not it's crazy, because <laughs> we didn't discuss it. No. And uh, it's something I've been thinking about. Um, so feel free to, to take it out. You won't offend me. I, I trust your wisdom and judgment. Um, as the president of F3 Nation, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, you have my 100% support. So do Thank what you me. need to do. As long as you do something good. Will you do that? I will. All right, Radio Face the podcast face of anything it is it is there's something happening here what it is ain't exactly clear there's a man with a gun over there telling me I got to Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, 
a leadership podcast. If you have questions about F3, leadership, or anything else, write to us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Tweet us at at 43feetpodcast or find us on Facebook at 43feet. While you're there, give us a follow. Also, if you like this podcast, share it with a friend, rate us, and write a review. It really does help others find us. Until next time, we'll be out here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 feet out front. What a field day for the heat. A thousand people in the street. Singing songs and a carrying signs. Mostly saying.